Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. Senior Care Live is the nation's premier radio program where we provide information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. This is a safe place to get accurate and reliable information you can absolutely count on. Each and every week, we discuss important issues such as how to remain independent in your own home, how to find the right senior care community, how to pay for the high cost of senior care, and legal issues involving elder law and estate planning. We also discuss senior-related health issues and how to care for the caregiver. As always, if you have a question, you can reach us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. You can also visit us online at Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so this week we're going to celebrate, at least in this first segment here, National Skilled Nursing Care Week. That runs from May the 12th to May 18th. It used to be referred to as National Nursing Home Week. However, the term nursing home kind of comes along with some some negative stereotypes, negative baggage. So the name has been changed, and frankly, I, I think that's a, that's a good idea. They're not nursing homes any longer. The pendulum is completely uh, gone to the other side. And a lot of these places are literally fantastic. So I would just like to recognize and honor all of the very hard work and the great care that's offered by a skilled nursing facility. And look, unless you've worked in one, you have no idea how rewarding it can be and how difficult it can also be. So to all of you working in skilled nursing communities, uh, especially here in Kansas City, but all over the country, you care for our seniors, and for that we are just so, so thankful and so grateful. Here are a few facts about National Skilled Nursing Care Week uh, applied here to the Kansas City area. So let's talk about how many skilled nursing facilities or long-term care communities we have here in our area. So in Kansas, Johnson County with 38, Wyandotte with 10, Miami County with 4, Leavenworth has 5, Atchison County has 3. And then on the Missouri side, you have Jackson County with 43, Cass County with 8, Clay County with 13, and Platte County with 5. So in these nine counties that are here in the Kansas City metro area, there are 60 long-term care 
communities in Kansas and 69 long-term care communities in Missouri for a whopping total of 129 long-term care communities in the Kansas City metro area. And you know, that doesn't include assisted living, residential care, home plus, all of the other levels of care. That's just the long-term care communities. And uh, this year, the theme is Live Soulfully. We'll celebrate the skilled nursing centers and their residents and staff by showcasing how they achieve happy minds and healthy souls. And this was established as an annual week-long observance and celebration by the American Healthcare Association back in 1967. Again, formerly known as National Nursing Home Week, provides an opportunity to recognize the role of skilled nursing care centers in caring for America's frail, elderly, and disabled. So I'll tell you what, I was previously a nursing home administrator and, uh, and an executive director of an assisted living center. And let me tell you, this is one of the most difficult jobs in all of America. And I worked in this role long enough to know I didn't want to do that for the rest of my career. I have absolute total respect for administrators and directors in these facilities doing their very best every day, every hour, every minute to provide the best possible care. And most long-term care communities are undergoing what's called culture change or maybe referred to as person-centered care. And what that is, it's attempting to make the long-term care community less institutional and more uh, kind of a, of a home-like environment, right? So, look, it, it'll never be like living at home, but you can do some things that will make a major impact and make it more home-like, which makes it more comfortable immediately. So one of my favorite stories, I'm walking through long-term care community. This has been several years ago. And the lady giving the tour, she's, she says, Steve, d- do you notice anything different? I look around. I'm like, no, not necessarily. And you know, a typical guy here. I, I, I missed it, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and she said, uh, do you notice any medica- uh, medication carts sitting in the hallways? And I'm like, now that you mention it, no, I don't. She said, we are all about culture change here in this community, and we take that very, very seriously. In this particular place, they are the leaders in culture change. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but anyway, she said, we're, we're walking down the hall one day, and one of the staff says, why do we have medication carts here? If this was the hallway leading to your bedroom in your home, would you have a medication cart sitting in your hallway in your home? And they're like, no, we would never have that. And then they said, well, then let's do something about that. So on each, and it's not a hall or a unit, it's a neighborhood. On each neighborhood, uh, they had a kind of a closet area. They gutted that. They put in locking cabinets. Uh, they put in um, a sink and the countertops and, you know, all those sort of things. And they turned it into what they call the apothecary like the little neighborhood drugstore, and that's where they dispensed the medications from. And then they sold the med carts, and it cleaned up some of the clutter in the hallway and, again, made it less institutional in feel. So I, I th- that's a, that's putting your money where your mouth is. There. That, that's a pretty good story. Uh, another example, breakfast. So now the old institutional is, you know, you get up at 6, you have your breakfast at 7, whether you're hungry or not, and if you miss it, you miss it. Well, now you get up when you want to, and you have breakfast made to order. Because guess what you do at home? 
you wake up when you want to, and then you go down to the kitchen and you and you get something for breakfast. Well, they're they're trying to duplicate that rhythm, and so uh, you know it. Instead of the institutional, this is the meal time, and if you miss it, then you miss it, and you'll have to wait till next time and eat a snack. Now, many long-term care communities have 24-hour dining. You can eat any time you want, because guess what? That's what you do at home. You eat when you want to eat. And instead of you know choice A and B, many places now have restaurant-style dining and menus, and uh, it's, it's just, that's just a lot, lot different. Uh, another one, you get a shower two times a week, whether you want one or not, <laughs> right? Now, they don't tell you if, if they're doing this well and doing it right. They don't tell you when they're going to give you a shower. They'll ask you a question. Mr. Jones, how many showers do you normally take when you when you were living at home? I, I usually took a shower every day. Is that okay? Well, absolutely. Then we're going to schedule a shower for you every day, just like you did at home. And we want to learn what you did at home. And then this is your home. So we want to recreate that rhythm, uh, and, and, uh, in that, that level of service for you. And then changing the staff attitude or behavior. I think this is probably the toughest one, frankly. So imagine if you're a nurse. You used to get out of your car, you walked through a parking lot, you entered a building where you, where you take care of elderly people. So that's an institutionalized mindset. Now you're walking into a person's home. When you get out, you're walking up their driveway. When you open that door, you're opening the front door to their home. And when you walk down that hallway and into their room, you just stepped into their bedroom. You just walked into a personal, sacred space, their bedroom. How differently would you act if you really felt that way and gave this place the, the status and the, and the respect of someone's home? It would be completely different. You would act different. Uh, everything would be better. And, uh, and, and that's, I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges to culture change is to change the staff attitude and behavior. So the skilled nursing communities are helping people with toileting and incontinence. They feed residents. They make sure you get to bed and tucked in for a good night's sleep. They give the residents their medications. They provide diabetic management and insulin injections. They provide wound care for skin breakdown if that should be needed. They provide a wealth of activities to enrich the happiness of their residents and improve their quality of life. They provide transportation to and from doctor's appointments. They bathe residents and do their laundry. They keep them, uh, they, they help them get up in the, in the morning, get dressed, comb their hair and brush their teeth. They manage their tube feeding, their catheters, their IV therapy, and sometimes they even manage the ventilators that help them breathe. They provide spiritual support. If that's important to you, they pay an unbelievable, outrageous amount of money in payroll, utilities, taxes, plant management, and insurance. They constantly have to deal with Medicare and Medicaid and long-term care insurance. So during this National Skilled Nursing Care Week, I salute you for all of the great work that you do and all of the excellent care that you provide. Thank you so very much. I really appreciate you, and a lot of other people really appreciate you as well. All right, let's move on to the Senior Care Live question of the week. What county in Kansas City Metro 
has the most long-term care communities. So I just shared the numbers, so this might be just kind of a quick review. See how well you're listening. I'll give you a hint. The two largest counties in our area are Johnson and Jackson County. So which one is it? I'll have the answer for you right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to call us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. Don't forget you can stream this program to any electronic device. Super easy to do. Go to SeniorCareLive.com. Click on the big microphone on the home page or the Listen Live button. Give it a few seconds to connect, and uh, you are in. It'll start streaming to your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you have. And it really is that easy, and lots and lots of people do that. Right back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. What county in the Kansas City metro area has the most long-term care communities? So I gave you a hint. The two largest counties, they, they both start with the J, right? Johnson County on the Kansas side, Jackson County on the Missouri side. So which one is it? Jackson or Johnson County? And the answer is Jackson County. That's right. Jackson County, Missouri has 43 long-term care communities. Johnson County comes in a second place with 38 long-term care communities. Again, that's for a total of 129 long-term care communities throughout the Kansas City metro area. And, you know, I just took the counties uh, north to south on each side of the state line, uh, you know, down you know, same distance you know, approximately north to south and if you throw the net a little bit further out and include you know douglas county and and go, go about a county deeper it's going to be a whole lot more than that so uh, anyway the point is lots and lots of places to choose from all right just want to thank everyone in attendance for our recent continuing education workshop and we had a great great turnout everyone really enjoyed it we had a great breakfast. We had three good speakers. And, uh, you know, just want to thanks again uh, to special thanks to Gildas Club of Kansas City, Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, uh, of course, along with my firm, Senior Care Consulting, the radio program, Senior Care Live, uh, for all hosting the event. And then uh, uh, if you missed this one, we had a lot of people saying, oh, man, I missed that one. But uh, when is your next one? So here's a save the date announcement. For the next one. And again, it's a free educational workshop. You, if you're a professional, uh, nursing and social services, you'll get three free hours of continuing education credit. It's also appropriate for the layperson, the family and friend caregiver. You'll receive a certificate of completion. It's going to be held on Wednesday, 
August the 14th from 9 a.m. until noon. So Wednesday, August 14th, 9 a.m. till noon. 8.30 is breakfast and sign-in, and uh, we'll do it again. And we're expecting more and more people as we uh, as we continue on with these free quarterly continuing education events. All right, so just a little thought to share with you. I kind of like doing this compare and contrast. I'm meeting with more and more people who have contacted one of these free referral services that promise to help you find a place for your mother or father and, and, uh, and they're free and free is a very powerful word. Uh, and you know, I, I'm getting more and more calls from people who went there and then they're just extremely disappointed, uh, in that experience. And, uh, and, and they've just had, you know, really no good, good luck or results at all. I've had so many people say, Steve, I guess you get what you pay for. And one lady said, uh, you know, I contacted this one particular place and they have called me over a hundred times. Just literally, uh, I mean, she's about to turn them in for, uh, to the state's attorney general for harassment and she's, I mean, she's starting to block all their numbers. I mean, it is unbelievable how relentless these salespeople are. And uh, another said that uh, they didn't realize that these places get gigantic kickbacks from the uh, from the facilities that they're that they're selling. So if you choose a place on their list, and by the way, it's a very limited list; they don't represent anywhere close to the entire market. It's not even close. Um, they thought they worked for the family, and they don't. You work for who who pays you, and in this case. The free referral services are paid gigantic money in the form of kickbacks uh, uh, from the uh, facilities they represent. Another one told me that, you know what, the best place for my mom was not on their list, and they were just extremely disappointed. They said it was just a huge waste of time. So here's the bottom line. If you need help finding the right place for your mom, your dad, your spouse, or any elderly loved one, the only objective placement service available that works directly for you and your family is my firm, Senior Care Consulting. And that's just, that's just how that's fact. So on my website, I call it the Senior Care Difference. And this just puts it in pretty, pretty stunning, uh, uh, compare and contrast. Layout here, <clears throat> senior care consulting versus the free referral services, which approach is best for you? So senior care consulting, we work for you and we represent you and your family. The free referral services, they work for area facilities and they represent them. With senior care consulting, our job is to help you with critical decisions. Their job is to fill their clients' buildings. What a contrast that is. Senior Care Consulting, we do not accept reimbursement from any care facilities. Paid referral sources or uh, pay, uh, paid uh, free referral services, they're paid huge money by the facilities they recommend. Not in your best interest, by the way. Senior Care Consulting, we research the entire marketplace to find the best fit for your unique situation. The free referral services only refer you 
to a limited number of partner facilities willing to pay them a very large sales commission, referral fee, or what many people call a kickback. With Senior Care Consulting, when researching the market, we do not provide your personal information, acting as a filter so that you're not contacted by any facility representatives. The free referral services forward your personal information to their limited list of contracted facilities. Then the facility sales representatives all at once contact you immediately. It's a race to see who gets to you first. Senior Care Consulting, we tour the facilities with you and conduct a performance audit. You'll only spend about five hours with our process. Free referral services, they do not tour the facilities with you. You'll spend hours and hours just returning the phone calls from all of the aggressive salespeople contacting you. In the senior care consulting, during the facility tour, we conduct a 49-point inspection and performance audit and report real-time findings to you and your family in a summary report package. They tell you about facility amenities, similar to what you'd hear about when choosing a hotel while planning your next vacation. Folks, there is no comparison. Senior Care Consulting wins that comparison every single time. I'll have more in the next segment to show you how you can find your own senior care community. Don't go away. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to call us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode of Senior Care Live, maybe you want to share the program with others, or maybe you just want to go back and hear it again, no worries at all. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com. Click on the podcast tab, and that's where you'll find all of the previously aired episodes. All right, so now that I beat the heck out of these free referral service, free referral services, they they honestly they can't compete. It's uh, it's 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 getting uh, interesting. I have more and more people now. Uh, this is becoming a trend. It's really getting a lot of traction. Ask me, Steve. It, now, if you help us find the best place for our loved one. Are you are you receiving payment from any of these places? And I said, I'm so glad you mentioned that. So glad you asked that. The business model for senior care consulting is a it's very transparent. It's a flat fee for service. We work directly for you. We represent you and your family. We work in your best interest. We don't receive a single penny from any of the care providers out there. That would be a gross conflict of interest. I won't have anything to do with it. So our model is we work directly for you. Our clients retain 
senior care consulting, just like you'd retain an attorney, or tax accountant, or any other professional service provider that helps you through a process. This is the process that we help our clients through, and uh, just a tremendous amount of benefits, uh, peace of mind. You, you get through the whole process in literally just a few hours. You can choose a place with confidence. You walk in the door wide with your eyes wide open, understanding exactly uh, who you're working with, and you have comfort. You have a comfort. You have confidence, and uh, and we help you get it right. We help you find the best fit. We help you get it right the first time. So that's what we do in a nutshell. I'm really, really proud of it. So now I want to help you uh, understand the facilities that are available, all the different types of care and what's, uh, what is provided, what is not provided, the average cost and that sort of thing. Uh, if you need help, of course, you can contact Senior Care Consulting, but uh, you can do it on your own. And a lot of people do uh, go out, they wait out into the marketplace and they do it on their own. So I like to make sure that my listeners with Senior Care Live, I like to make sure that you're educated and you know what you're looking for and you know what you're doing before you go out and get into the market and you hear all kinds of sales pitches and you hear wildly different information. And you just you have to you have to understand and you gotta gotta have a handle on this to make sure you're gonna get it right. All right, so let's jump into, excuse me, I have some incredible allergies going on. They're absolutely just wiping me out, so sorry about that. If I cough now and then, that's why. (laughs) But very quickly, what you must determine before your search, you have to know about the level of care, the type of care, the payment methods, location, and the personal preferences and needs before ever getting into the market. Once you do enter the market, Let's talk about all of the primary levels of care. So if you leave your home and you move into a place, that first kind of the entry level is referred to as independent living. I'm going to overly simplify this. It's an apartment with meals. There's some activities involved, some transportation, lots of socialization opportunities. But you you have your own space. You are on your own, but you're not alone. Hey, obviously, you're around a lot of other people. It's a great, great, um, a great type of, of living for a lot of people. Move out of your home, you downsize, you move in, maintenance free. One or two meals a day are provided. Uh, you have your own kitchen, your own space. You can do your own thing there, but you're still around other people. If you want to socialize, there's some transportation, etc. That's the entry point. I'm going to skip over the middle lane because the middle lane is really wide. I'm going to come back to the middle lane. So let's go from the entry point to the highest available level of care. We're going to refer to that as long-term care. I just talked about it in the first segment. Skilled nursing and rehab, health center, lots of different terminology for it. Some people still refer to it as a nursing home, uh, although, again, that has kind of a negative connotation or baggage to it. But the bottom line is long-term care, it's a medical model. They can help you with your activities of daily living plus full medical care 
up to IV therapies and working with catheters and diabetic insulin injections and, and sometimes even ventilator care if that should be needed. That's highly specialized, but you can get that as well in a long-term care setting. So we talked about the entry point. We talked about on the very high end, the highest level of care being that long-term care medical model. The challenge is in that middle ground. And I wish, I wish we were on TV because I have some great graphics. It just makes this a lot more understandable. That middle lane is very wide, and I'll explain that in a second. Generally referred to as assisted living. Assisted living is just, I think, just terribly misunderstood. A lot of people think assisted living is almost that, you know, like a nursing home or long-term care model, but it is not. It's a social model. It's designed to help you minimally or fully with your activities of daily living, such as bathing, dressing, grooming. It can help you a little bit with that, or it can help you fully with that. They distribute your medication. There's a full slate of activities. There's transportation to and from your doctor's appointments. They can help you with your toileting needs. They can help you to a point with your incontinence and incontinence management to a point. So there's a tremendous amount of support in assisted living, and you still have your own apartment. But the challenge with assisted living is that it is not a standardized model, not at all, not even close. The long-term care community, that nursing home model, is very standardized. They can all offer about the same thing, although, frankly, some deliver a lot better than others. It's a standardized model. Assisted living is not. It's kind of the Wild West out there a little bit. So, and, and you know what? If you're assisted in assisted living community, you can do what you want to. So you can say our residents are really independent. It's a vibrant, active community. And, uh, and that's kind of what you're trying to build and you're trying to attract that type of resident. So they're going to definitely be on the lighter side of the care. Some places won't even help you take a bath. They will help you, uh, uh, they will not help you at all with incontinence management. You have to take care of that yourself. If you need help, that, that's this particular, uh, uh, type of a place would not be a fit for you. So that's on the lighter side of assisted living. Now, you could also find an assisted living community that leans way over to the other side, kind of toward that long-term care model. And some of these places will literally practically bend over backwards to keep you out of a long-term care community, to keep you to have to move from a nursing to, uh, to from assisted living to a nursing home. Some of these places will provide a two-person transfer, although most of them will only go up to a one-person transfer, meaning it takes one staff person to help you from point A to point B. Usually two is the line, although some of them will do that. Most of them will not provide diabetic management requiring insulin injections, but some of them will 
provide insulin injections. Some of them will provide catheter care. And some of them will provide thickened liquids if there's a swallowing issue, maybe uh, following a stroke. So some of them are really approaching and actually getting into that medical area of long-term care. They're still assisted living. Some of them won't help you take a bath. And, oh, by the way, everything else in between. <laughs> so so I, I, I call, I refer to assisted living as the second most difficult place to find on your own simply because it's not standardized and the um, the services are just kind of all over the board. Independent living, we're looking at $2,500 to $4,500 uh, a month. Please don't wreck your car when you hear these things, when you hear these costs. Assisted living communities are now $5,000 to $6,000 per month. That depends on the size of your apartment and how much care you need. That could go clear up into 8000 a month easily. But I call the average five to six. In long-term care, a semi-private or a shared room, 5500 to $6,500 a month. In a private room, hang on to your steering wheel, hang on to your pocketbooks, 7500 to over $13,000 a month. Okay, so I've covered the big three. I've talked about what they can provide, what they cannot provide. So after the break, I'm going to fill in the gaps. There are some other levels of care that I want to talk about. There's also a type of care. And then if you glue it all together, what is that called? I'll have all of that for you right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to call us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. All right, back to my overview of all the different levels of care. Talked about. We'll talk about a specific type of care. And then what happens if you put all of this under one roof? What is that called? I'm going to cover that in this segment. So we talked about independent living, assisted living, and the long-term care slash nursing home level, that medical model. So in that center lane, it gets a little more crowded now because on the left side of that, there's a residential care facility. That is like, and this is generally speaking, that's like assisted living light. You can have some uh, some some residential care facilities that have you know heavier staffing. Most of them are kind of again on that lighter side, so their residents are more independent. It requires fewer staff, and um, in generally maybe a little smaller apartments, that sort of thing. But in residential care facility in Kansas, Missouri side residential care facility 
level one and level two have kind of division on the Missouri side of things. You're looking at an average of about twenty five hundred dollars a month on the low end uh, to uh, you know, around forty five hundred dollars. It could be a little more than that, but that that's a pretty solid average. On the higher end of that center lane, that assisted living on the higher side of things, we're going to look at Home Plus. What that is, you're hearing more and more about this, and there are more and more uh, options to choose from. I think it's a wonderful level of care for the right person in the right situation. But it's literally a house, a ranch-style house generally, that's been modified to care for six, maybe eight residents, up to about 12 residents. So uh, many of them can use mechanical lifts to help a patient, or excuse me, you don't say patient. That's not culture. <laughs> that's not culture change in person-centered care. That's uh, they are a resident. That's their home. Even I slip once in a while to move a resident from point A to point B. Sometimes they're staffed to do a two-person transfer. Sometimes they can do insulin injection. So definitely on the higher side on the assisted living kind of scale and, and really kind of encroaching into that long-term care area. The average for Home Plus is somewhere between about 6500 to about $8,000 per month. Uh, that ought to cover most of them. So that's in that center lane. Now, beware of some gray areas. Gosh, I hear about this all the time. Steve, we went out to an independent living apartment place. Well, it was really nice. We're really impressed with the looks of the place, and it seemed pretty good. But they told us, you know, don't worry about assisted living. We can do, a, you know, we, we can do everything assisted living can do. So you, you don't even need to look at assisted living. I'm like, eh, time out. Nope, 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 nope. Wrong, wrong answer. <laughs> independent living does not have a license in the state of Kansas or Missouri or any state to provide care. They are not authorized to touch you. (laughs) Okay? So what they're talking about is some independent living communities will have an on-site home care provider. It's a separate company. The home care provider, the staff can go down the hall to see you in 15-minute increments to help you out with some of those activities of daily living, help you a little here or there. It's a really great way to get a little more care, not have to move to assisted living for maybe a long time. But the bottom line is independent living is not assisted living. That's that little bit of a gray area there. Then we have the gray line between assisted living and long-term care. So you have all kinds of assisted living communities saying, we're an age-in-place community. Our goal is to have you here so you can live the rest of your life here. We don't ever want you to leave. We've got you covered. Your loved one will never have to move from here, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And time out. That may or may not be true. That's a pretty bold statement. It's not a good idea to promise that to anyone. Assisted living level of care, it has its limitations, period. It's just a fact. And I've, I've, uh, 
I've quoted this before. There's a huge, large, you know, just a national study that found that 59% of assisted living residents have to increase their level of care and move out and go to the long-term care level. That means that according to the national statistics, 41% of the time, your promise is accurate. 59% of the time, uh, you just made a statement that falls clearly in the category of overpromise, underdeliver. And trust me, I know this. I get the calls <laughs> saying they said agent place community my dad could live there forever, and four months later I just got a discharge notice saying they can't meet his needs. Can you can you help me get it right? Obviously, we did not do this a very good job here. We did not choose the right place. I get calls like that all the time. So beware of that little gray space there. Let's talk about memory care just for a minute. A lot of that term, frankly, I think is sometimes even intentionally misused. Oh, well, we have assisted living here. And if you need more help, oh, we have memory care. Like memory care is a place or memory care is some sort of a licensure or a level of care. Memory care is not any of those things. Memory care is a type of care that can be offered at the residential care level. Memory care can be offered at the home plus level. Memory care can be offered at the assisted living level. Memory care can be offered at the intermediate care facility level. And memory care can be offered at the long-term care nursing home level. Okay, so do not misunderstand the term memory care to mean that it's like that next level of care, like the, like the long-term care. Uh, it, it is, it, it, it's, uh, it's not. I think that term is being misused, frankly, many times. In fact, I know it is. So just be aware of that memory care is a type of care that can be offered at several different levels of care. If you glue it all together, independent living, assisted living, and long-term care, that is what you call a continuing care retirement community. And uh, so the concept is you sell your home, you downsize, you move into independent living. You can kind of kick your feet up and relax. Not have to worry about uh, any home ownership worries. They make one or two meals for you per day. If you need help at a later time, you can smoothly transition to the assisted living portion of the community. If you need more help than that in the medical area, you can transition very easily and smoothly to the long-term care uh, portion of the community and age in place and not have to change your address or change organizations. So at, here at Senior Care Consulting, we are receiving more and more phone calls from individuals and from couples very, very interested in the opportunity to age in place in a continuing care retirement community. If you need help, Finding the best fit and the right place for you or your loved one, your family member, give me a call at Senior Care Consulting. We can definitely walk you through all of this. If you don't want to do it on your own, 913-945-2800, 913-945-2800. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.